0: Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is
1: here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
2: Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, that's a fact. That uh, Thank you, Alliance. Brady's showing me pictures of, because uh, Brady's news feed's different than ours. We get real news. Brady's getting Guy Fieri opening a restaurant in Iowa news. <laughs> and then he just showed me a picture of the trash can nachos. Here's the thing about Guy Fieri's food. And I admire him for this part. He served some of it in a trash can. He's letting you know. And you and people are like, Oh, these trash can. He's serving it to you out of a trash can. Message received guy. It's garbage. <laughs> guy Fieri. When I went down to that restaurant, there was like the trash can nachos showed up. And it was just I don't know how you screw up nachos this bad. And then those purple they're not like radishes, but what are those long, stringy, purple beet-like things? Uh, well, they're very—they're pi- pickled, pickled onions. Pickled onions, yeah. And they were everywhere, and they're like hidden, in there like worms. And they tasted horrible. Yuck. Yeah. Anybody that serves you something in a garbage can shouldn't be met with like, this is great. If I if I invited you to my house, and I was like, hey, everything's served out of garbage cans, trash can
1: nachos. <laughs> You'd be like,
2: what is this guy doing? It's like that's it. I also, I have to say, I don't remember his name, but he sent me a thing yesterday. He said, John, I've, I've always thought your potluck ideas were uh, asinine. I love a potluck at work. And he goes, until I saw this. A lady showing people how to make potluck meals for work events in her kitchen sink. And the one half of the sink is full of dirty dishes. The other half of the sink, she pours in loads of noodles, cheese, oh. and she just starts stirring it in her sink with a big spoon and then scooping it into Tupperware. I'm like, that is repulsive (laughs) and exactly why I can't do potluck. Whenever they say, oh, we're having everybody bring something like absolutely not. Cats wandering around on countertops, ladies with their thumbs in their asses. There's no repercussions to homemade food. You don't know how that lady's doing it. I mean, there's come on. And, again, Wintermeyer loves them downstairs. He can't wait to try another one. I think it's just designed to make me So That nacho that you you were part yeah, of Yeah, the salsa challenge. Oh, the salsa challenge, which, by the way, anybody involved in our salsa challenge, uh, two of them just went to the store, Jen Gardner, and bought two cans of salsa and poured them together, two rival cans of salsa, so it wasn't like one flavor, and then put them in a Tupperware and then burped it and brought it in and said this is a, you know the Gardner homemade salsa, or a salsa. And then I watched people eat it. And the dip and lean over the bucket, public salsa. Oh, I'm watching. Brady. I didn't see that. <laughs> did bro- of course you I didn't see my, that. You were I, eyeballing. I on my plate. I watched somebody walk right by, and I'm not going to name names, Moynihan, but Steve Moynihan leaned right <laughs> over with his chip and took a bite right over it, which is why when I go to Mexican restaurants, that salsa, I have to have my own. Because people dip and then lean. And they lean over the thing they just dipped into, like in case there's crumblings potluck. You might as well just open up the toilets and pour food in. It's disgusting. Do you think I want what Dave Haar's cooking up downstairs? you think Har's hair isn't falling in that food? Like, that dude's molting. He's losing his hair every day. He's losing a little more. Come on. Which there's a good chance it's not. What, that Haar's doing enough. it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you have a Pollyanna view of potlucks because it's free food. I know the truth. <laughs> and this dude's like, this lady made an entire tiktok page of the time she loves making potluck food for her co-workers was meat in her sink and then these her hands are all like oh she has no food handler's card or health inspection i i'll tell you this if i ever made potluck in my sink sometimes when i'm washing my hands after a workout i go into the kitchen sink and what do you do when uh, there's a big workout going It goes down into the disposal with the rest of it. Now let's pour some mac noodles in there and stir it up for the co-workers. <laughs> you don't make food in the kitchen sink. <laughs> Enjoy your potluck. Yeah, I've got all sorts of hang-ups about potlucks for sure. By the way, don't look now, but your Arizona Diamondbacks are, uh, are balling. That's a real baseball team. People in this city wait until a team is good. The problem with the Diamondbacks is that it seems like there's different players every year. No one really knows who's who. Like, Perdomo? Okay. Like Nobody knows what. They haven't stuck with anybody. Don Perdomo? Yeah, that's right. His name is Dom Perdomo. I'm going to guess uh, Gibby. I'm going to say Gibby Perdomo. I don't know. I, probably, I don't know. Do you know his first name? No, I don't either. I'll look it up. He's killing it they got some ballers out there, but the Diamondbacks' problem is whenever they've had somebody for a while, they end up on another team. You know, and Max Scherzer, you had all these good players that end up winning World Series somewhere else. And uh, they've got a good group of players right now. And they're like nine games over five hundred at this point, which is pretty outstanding. And a game back of the Dodgers, who were, you know, the National League's evil empire. They might actually have a chance to do something special here this year, which is pretty amazing. And if you haven't been down there, Speaking of Guy Fury's restaurant, it's right next door. Is that still open? Uh, it shouldn't be, but it is. They soup, uh, food food comes in trash cans, and people think that's a good idea. We brought your food out in a garbage can. Oh boy, what a unique yeah. idea! Because it's trash. <laughs> he laughs at his own things. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> well, the thing I heard him say the other day, Guy Fury when he did the. Uh, Holy moly, strong bully! And I'm like, I'm gonna punch my television now. And this is just a commercial. I can't even watch a commercial with this douche in it. And that's the one thing you got to walk by his hell house to go into the Diamondbacks games, which are, but yeah, they're a pretty good team. And we haven't paid attention to them for a while, but there they're Geraldo. I was close with yeah. Gibby. Yeah, Geraldo Perdomo, dude, playing ball. What do you got this Corbin Carroll. Oh, Corbin Carroll is a beast. But nobody knows about them because they're brand new again. But they're good. Marte's not doing too bad. No, they got a couple of dudes. Gurriel is, is lighting it up. 320. The yeah. guy's monstering right now. This Diamondbacks team is actually something to get behind. Or are they? And if you can't afford it, all you got to do is uh, email that flag lady and have her send you a book full of money. She'll do it in a heartbeat and get some tickets. Maybe that's why they're finally getting some players some money to pay. <laughs> she's funding it there's a possibility that the flag lady is there uh she's bringing in a ton of extra cash with her ideas but yeah that's a that's a team that if you start you know looking for things to do now that the suns are dead and you know the cardinals won't have much of a season coming up here and i know no one's going to care about the mercury after game one the uh, attendance will sink down to nothing Again, because it's just girls' basketball. No one likes it, somebody, that's a fact. Somebody said they're doing unlimited baseball for 100 bucks, June through August yeah. 31st. They've got a load of great deals. So wow. not to sit and push and say, you know, if you want to go to a Diamondbacks game, you should, I'm not getting paid for this. I just can't believe how good they are. They're yeah. actually really good baseball players. So sometimes the media has to prop them up a little bit because I don't think they do a very good job of promoting themselves, to be honest with you. You don't hear much about the Diamondbacks. They're trying, but, you know, for the most part, they don't There's nothing inviting about the teams anymore. Like the Coyotes blew it with the stadium thing. And the Diamondbacks don't seem to be like opening their arms to all media, TV, radio, uh, you know, Internet stuff. It doesn't seem like they're like, hey, you want a player? They're not like they don't do anything smart. The PR down there should be right now saying, hey, every popular radio show in town, every podcast that's going through the moon, uh, every TV station should have access to the players. They should have somebody saying, "Hey, sell this product. It's a good one." And if it's a phone call, I mean, you get a couple of interesting players on a team. I guarantee you, they're fun. But I, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if the players are afraid to do it because they don't want to get caught into a conversation about you know and slip up and say something about. I the, think
1: that's a huge part of it. Trans
2: baby wear or whatever yeah. It has to be controlled. Being able to
1: joke around with a player, right. have you, some fun. They're yeah. like, I can't also, do it anymore. The minute I have fun, I get in trouble.
2: Right. Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh uh, was having fun at a uh, Luke Bryan concert. He oh, can't have fun anymore. Well, no. And he went on stage with Luke Bryan and evidently, I think it was Luke Bryan. I don't know who it was. One of those country knobs. And he pops a beer and, and the singer, we'll just go with Luke Bryan for now, Oh, they shotguns shot it. it. And yeah. Kenny did too. And everybody thought that was great. One article came out saying, is this the look that we want? Oh. Like what? A dude who's living his life and having a great time? Yeah. I I, I want to look at Kenny Pickett of the Steelers as a guy that I wish I could be. Like that's what heroes and athletes used to be. Now they're like kind of douchebags and Lebron's Lebron's and yeah, they, yeah they're just kind of like guys who sell you products and don't really talk about being real human beings. And it's forced on them. They probably don't want to do. That. A bunch of Aaron Rodgerses out there that like personality free. And when they have a personality, the world crushes them. Where's the Charles Barkley? Of the era. It's probably Draymond Green, and everybody hates him, but he speaks his mind. He has fun. He's goofy, but we don't have that anymore. And that's the thing Kenny Pickett shotguns a beer at a country concert. That's fantastic. It's uh, the only way to enjoy a country concert is to get the beer in you as fast as possible. And I mean, fast. But if Kenny Pickett was on stage, and whatever that country singer did said, and these ain't no Bud Lights because we ain't. Kenny Pickett's standing there with a beer in his hand going, oh, no. <laughs> it's not worth it for them. So, I, you know, I kind of understand it. But at the same time, you know, pick and choose. Trust some people who have been around for a while and, you know, get your funny athletes out. There aren't any funny athletes anymore. There used to be some great stories. All those old timers telling stories about getting drunk and playing the game bombed. And that was just in the 90s when David Wells was drunk and through a no-hitter. Drunk. Slump busters. The best story I've ever heard in my life was Mark Grace on the radio talking about when you're in a slump, you find the fattest girl at a bar and you f*** and you try to get out. So there's slump busters in every city. And and he would tell the other players that. Great stories. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody, AKU. Podcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You imagine if anybody on the Diamondbacks came on this and said, Man, I was in a slump. I found this hog when we were in Pittsburgh and I gave her a run four for four the next day. I went on a 10 game hitting streak. Slump busters are f- real. I'm like, yay, we'd be happy. And then be like, Well, fat shame.
1: Rock stars can't even do it anymore. No. Which is why people would, you know, the. Songs were all about that. Oh, that's why I want a rock band. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> things have <laughs> changed. Stuff that comes with in, it in rock music so much that at Ufest, I actually watched Godsmack do something, and I turned to someone. and said, Well, that was really nice. That was really nice. They do that song for, I forget the the uh, he's got a charitable ch- like Godsmack charities, and they raised money for something the foundation. And, yeah, he's got this foundation. He saves money for, I don't know if it was child trafficking or abuse or whatever. I didn't pay attention. I'm not there for a cause. And, uh, and he's saying it, and I turned to Doug Hopkins and said, that was actually really nice. That was a really nice moment. And I'm like, this is not rock and roll at all. This is something I want these dudes to be debaucherous on stage. And then afterwards, that wow, you find out later, wow, he's a really he's a charitable dude, and it's really nice of him. But on stage, I don't want to find out, you know, you're anti this, you're anti that. I think that we just want to go to, to rock. I want to go backstage and see horse. That doesn't happen at all. No. It's buttoned and, down. There's none. The None. backstage area is like
0: family time and stuff. And it's just the
2: worst. <laughs> like, I avoid backstage. Yeah. The People are like, you want to go backstage? I'm like, no. It's the worst. I have to sit and listen to the political views of the bands. I'm not interested.
1: And you still get a couple requests from friends or whatever. Hey, I can am... you get me backstage? And backstage. What for what? Yeah,
2: it's on lockdown, it's to do. too. There's like, the bands are usually unhappy because another band's got more than them, and they're just arguing. The door's closed. It's, like, it's miserable. Yeah, it's kind of, I wonder, though, but if, I mean, back to the Diamondbacks, if they've got, you know, the opportunity to really start to make some, because right now there's nothing. Well, this guy brings it up, too. Zach Gallon's the best pitcher in baseball right now. He's the best pitcher in baseball. There's, I mean, it's pretty much agreed upon across the board that we get, Cy Young is sitting here uh, this year right now. If he doesn't screw up, it's his. Without a doubt, the best pitcher in baseball right now. Nobody really, like, the city isn't really clamoring for it. I know baseball's hard to get behind, but. And it's not dead. Everybody's like, well, baseball's boring. No, it's like when it's good, it's great. This is a fun thing we got going. Baseball's gotten it. a lot better too since they've. The, oh, the, the games are shorter and they're two and a half hours. Down. Yeah, you're blowing it's through great. a baseball game. And then you go over to Guy Fieri's and you eat out of the garbage like Rick Strumpf from my high school.
0: <laughs> I asked if that was still open because that that spot has never been able to hold no.
2: anything. So I was like, all right, well that's going to be gone in six months. It's a tough. There's a God. sports book in it now. Oh, Caesar okay. Sports Book. Right. So Guy Fieri serves as trash can food. Well, people gamble. So the real draw is not the food. Trust okay, me, right. I've had it. This one comes with a tube sock in it. It's a burger. Tube sock burger. Holy moly, strong bully. Like, stop it. You're serving food out of garbage cans. You're laughing at these people. They don't see it, guy. I see it. We serve it to them in a trash can or a baby diaper. They'll eat it. <laughs> Jokes on those yeah. idiots. Here's your soup served in a baby diaper. I get the metaphor. You know your food is, sh- and you're serving it to us and telling us, and we eat it because you have catchphrases. I don't understand who's there, but it was. You know, ugh, ugh. But Brady's—he's opening another one in Iowa because America can't get enough.
1: Same of, thing. Being and f- it's a trash casino. Stuff.
2: America cannot see through a guy serving them food in a garbage can. Think about that. We're blinded by the, the frosted tips and the fiery clothes and the wacky catchphrases. And he's just like us. And then he has the nerve to serve you food from a trash can. And you pay $20 for it. When will we open our eyes to what's going on around us? You're being duped. I tell you. I just don't understand that. Anyway, back to the Diamondbacks. Go get them, boys. Yeah, and now that I mention it, they're probably going to go on like a 12-game losing streak. Yeah, you're going to mush them. Yeah, I mushed them. But uh, we'll see. And then the NBA got its wish last night because the Celtics finally beat the Heat. So no double sweeps with nine days off between the conference finals and the finals. And uh, I took a chance. I did a little FanDuel love last night. I thought the Celtics would win by 16 to 20 points, so I did an alternate spread on the game. And with uh, 36 seconds left, the Heat were uh, down 15 points. And the Celtics had the ball. And I'm like, we're at that point now where it's garbage time, where the teams just hold the ball and then give it back. And I was screaming at the TV, somebody please. And then some little white dude for the Celtics who never plays, looked like an accountant, number 11, drives up and does this beautiful layup. And I'm like, 17, 17 points. (laughs) All the Heat have to do is not make a shot. They crossed the uh, half court, and I'm clinched up. Butt is clinched up. Like, we've got something here. This is going to be great. And then the guy acts like he's going to pass, and then he just tucks the ball under his arm. And I'm like, oh, not going to Just let the clock run out. And then I started to sell it. It was a nice little win. No way the uh, NBA, uh, the, the refs were going to steal that one from Miami no matter what. They didn't have to, but if it was close, there's no possible way. No possible way. I'm also getting a lot of emails saying I'll never go to Target again and things like that. And that is exactly the opposite of what I was talking about this morning. The poor people at Target aren't all on board. There's a couple of people making bad decisions. Those folks in those khaki pants and those red eyes odds or whatever they're wearing now, they're not to blame for this. They're, you know. Boycotting entire companies like that is the idea to make us all think that we're fighting each other. Stop it. Order online. That's your boycott. There you go. Vote but, with your dollar. <laughs> I always say. But, it, well, yeah. you can vote with your dollar, but I feel bad for the people who have to actually have jobs there at Target, and you know, now you're now you're putting all these mid, you know middlemen at risk. And again, it's just a divide and conquer situation. Make us all mad at each other. I got an email from a guy who's a meme of a king talking to his his right hand, and he says, "You don't need to fight the people. You just have to have them, uh, the ones who hold pitchforks." Uh, think that the ones who have torches are going to take their pitchforks and the ones who have torches think the ones with pitchforks are going to take their torches. It's just goes make them feel like they're robbing from each other. They'll fight each other and we won't have to do it with them. It's the truth. Serving food from trash cans. That's how dumb America is. They'll eat it. They'll love it. In fact, they'll pay extra for it because it's from a celebrity. It's just flat out crazy. And also, I don't know if anybody's paying attention to this, but there's a volcano in Mexico that's about to erupt. You think Mexico you think the border's bad now? <laughs> Have you seen that? Nobody's talking about this. There's a, a volcano in Mexico. That, look at the picture it's of a, it. it. It's not fooling around. This things going. It's burping. It's burping big fire. It's uh they raised their alert and uh, it's starting to shoot ash and lava all over. Mexican authorities raised the warning level for a volcano. Uh Ooh Popocatépetl. Uh it's one step below red alert. So it's like you got about 10 minutes here. Uh, Smoking and ash and molten rock were spewing into the sky. And they thought, maybe a good idea to get these folks out of here. Where are they sending them? North, of course. <laughs> Very clever, Mexico. I see. Can't send them back to the volcano. Uh, yeah, so it happened Sunday, and they're starting to look at this thing like, it's probably about to go. Would you live anywhere near? Do, would you have to be told it's time to go? if Camelback Mountain started to shoot fire at us? No. No. I'm out. I think i pretty much know. I don't need them to go, it's a yellow alert, you'll be fine. When we were in Hawaii, and that thing's right on top of those folks, and they're like, yeah, it goes off every once in a while. Like, you don't and want to been, move?
1: Uh, the, the other fun fact was, it's been overdue for a couple of hundred years. <laughs> it it and was it, like erupting on a regular
2: Yeah, And it's been basis, kind of, like hasn't vented for a while. Yeah. And when we're there, they're like, yeah, it's, it's coming. And then it started to bubble pretty good. And every time it does it, everybody's like, this is the one. They don't evacuate. They let some official tell them, we're at yellow alert right now. And uh, it's not bad until we're at red alert. Well, the one in Mexico is like half a step away from red alert. And I don't even know what that means. But I know if if Camelback Mountain started to cry fire, I think I'm going to spend the weekend in Flagstaff.
1: What's the potential super volcano? Is that... uh up near Flagstaff. Well,
2: there's one in Flagstaff. It's dormant b- right now. Well, it's actually active, but it's like way underneath. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco's San Francisco, active. Right. It's technically active. But if it started to kind of... <laughs> every we wake up and are like, what's going on in the mountain there? It's, it's puking fire on us. Hey, Doug Hopkins' phone wouldn't it would ring immediately. It's like, yeah, hey, the mountain I live by is going to throw up fire on me. I'm not interested in finding out how this ends. You buy? And, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're buying my house as is right now, Doug. It's in a volcano. Yeah, well, you didn't say anything about volcanoes. I'm Buy my house. Screw you. I'll give you the five grand. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. That's it. Somebody else can have the firehouse. I just remember on that
1: helicopter tour, the guy says, and there's old man Johnson's place. He didn't yeah. leave on the last eruption.
2: It right. went right around. <laughs> and it did. It was like a house in the middle of this useless rock, that miserable lava. But, yeah, Mexico's got a volcano in it, and everybody's kind of like, Meh. When it goes to red alert, we'll send the Mexicans up. That's what I'd say if I was on the border. I have a house. It's on the volcano, so I'm here for uh, to get away from the volcano.
1: You still have a little more time than you realize? Because I- I've seen Pierce Brosnan take his F-150 sure. through that. I remember that, the- yeah.
2: He drove right around. And actually, the cool part was he outran the volcano for a little while. And then when the lava caught his car, I think that was John Cusack. That was the other one, 2012. You're thinking of uh, Volcano. And then I was in the movie 2012 where Cusack had a –
1: He outran. He outran but it remember, in an RV. But Pierce was in a With a
2: flat. It was an RV with a flat. And then – Uh, The lava caught him, and he rode it like a water wave. The fire didn't—it didn't do anything to the back of the RV because they were both moving about the same speed. So he caught it like a surfboard, wow, and rode it. So that's you know, again, if you eat out of trash cans and pay twenty dollars for it, you'll actually believe that your car will surf the lava if you can get on the crust. Right? I've seen this before in Fast (laughs) Nine. Yeah. So if yeah, if you can get on the outer edge, that fire isn't fiery. You know, that stuff is more watery. Yeah, you don't feel anything at all when. You know, we were at the show, again, Godsmack, when the pyro went off. And I was like, oof, that's too close. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, I almost wanted to leave the Godsmack show because the, I was too close to the pyro. If Camelback Mountain started to do that, had a little pyro show going on, <laughs> it looks like a weekend in Palm Springs for Johnny. We'll see how this all ends up. I'll take the dogs for a nice uh, Airbnb up there in St. John, <laughs> somewhere far away. I just don't understand that. But they're... They, they're the news is treating it like, well, it's only at a yellow alert. And I'm like, you guys really know when this, th- you don't know when it's going to go off. Because if you did, we'd never have a problem with volcanoes. We're pretty sure. Yellow alert's enough for Close me. enough. First signs of fire, pretty much the end of my time waiting. It's not going to go off crazy. You can't tell me that for sure. You didn't tell me about this. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning's 98 AK-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. If I got a knock on the door... <sighs> Mr. Holmberg, I'm a geologist and, uh... Camelback Mountain is very active, and in a few days you're going to see some fire shooting out of the top of it. Don't worry. Are you? Are you f- <laughs> crazy? Don't worry. Deuces. What are you? I'm gone. G- g- give me a U-Haul now. Are you telling everybody? Because there's going to be a run on U-Hauls. I just want to let you know. There's nothing to worry about. I know you're looking at it now, and it's just a beautiful mountain. And two days, it's going to cry fire. Stay put.
0: <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> are you f- crazy?
2: We're geologists. We know what we're doing. We can tell you exactly when it's going to blow up. Even that guy would be, I mean, get out of the way. You, you go stand next to the crying mountain. I'm not doing that.
1: Even if it blows, the good news is it'll only set them back about a month. They'll have that town rebuilt in less than a month. No,
2: in Mexico? Yeah. yeah. The good news is there's a lot of Mexicans down there to rebuild. <laughs> That's what Brady said. So you've got the built-in labor force called Mexicans. Yeah, Brady's right. Do they have Home Depots in Mexico? Wouldn't that be the ultimate meta moment? They have to. <laughs> Who stands in their parking lot? <laughs> and wouldn't you be the biggest bigot in the world pulling into a Mexican Home Depot and trying to hire people? Like, hey, I'm just shopping. I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought all you guys in the parking lot were up for hire. You see the mountains making fire? Yeah, see. We're building... We're. Br- what are you buying here? The town,
1: they just have a banner. It says Home Depot. Like, wait a <laughs> Hold <minute>. on a <laughs>
2: second. <laughs> You're not a real Home Depot. Casa <laughs> Depot. No. <laughs> no. This is just a... You're selling fireworks and blankets. You're not a Home Depot at all. Don't forget I'm selling hermano, and tío. Oh, your, yeah, your brother and your uncle are for sale for sure. <laughs> the mountain, it cries fire. Yeah, okay. We're all moving. But yeah, I don't understand that. You tell me that. I've oh, I've always said that about tornadoes. My argument for tornadoes is always like, if the real estate... Would if you live in Tornado right, Alley? They tell you it's called no. Tornado Alley. It's yeah. the same thing as the trash can nachos. It's Tornado Alley. get a little discount in here. Like, what? You live in Tornado Alley. No, I don't. Show me something on the outskirts of wherever Tornado Alley ends. Same with
0: all the hurricanes and stuff. Those people still, what is your problem?
2: Again, I've told people this a thousand times. I don't understand moving to the hurricane country because people tell you, like, every couple years a hurricane might pop up. If I told you, same same, uh, reference, if I was a real estate agent and I'm showing you a house and I'm like, see that mountain over there? Uh, sometimes every couple of years in August, it gets up and starts running around and wrecks a lot of stuff. But it's really unpredictable. Quaking? But it does happen. Would you live Calvary. anywhere near a mountain that gets up and walks around? The same as a hurricane, would Let you? Let alone uh, shaking. Well, the shaking thing does it. That's, that, that's, I mean, that's I, even I less about that than when hurricanes. I
1: was just in that and after, I guess, experiencing one, but you're in a place right. that earthquakes. Can happen and the sure, but
2: that's a constant. Like you know that they're more likely there. We're not going to get hit by a hurricane here in Phoenix. It's not happening. You live in Miami. It's and it's the same thing as saying, hey, if Camelback Mountain got up every every August, we have to worry that it's going to get up and run around. There's a season for it. Every every August, we worry that. And sometimes it's not Camelback. Sometimes we're surprised and Papago gets up and starts running around Tempe. But you know, it's beautiful here and the views are amazing. Like it's not worth it. I'm not going to live by that. That's why I always say we live in paradise. Worst thing we have is a microburst or a dust storm. Microbursts. Or a haboob.
0: Big deal. So everything gets dusty. It's like those people living in New Orleans, too. It's like you're living
2: below sea level. Right. What are you doing? Right. On yeah. the shoreline. Right.
0: Like in, in Hurricane Alley. Like <laughs> the
2: Salton Sea is below sea level, but yeah. it's a few hundred miles from the ocean. These people live on a bay 10 feet below the ocean and wonder how come it sometimes floods. Meanwhile, here's your food in a trash can. Everybody's stupid. I made this at home with my hands in the sink. Would nice you eat that? Matters. If anybody says, give me some of that, it'd be crazy. Brady'd be in line with a spoon and a paper plate. Would you eat that not, if they not told if you I, that?
1: If I saw the... Uh, what if making, they
2: told you? I don't want to see. What if they told you, hey, I made this in my sink at home with my hands. Try Maybe something. would be a
1: little, you know, you're hoping <laughs> the sink is You would try it. <laughs>
2: You would eat it, and you'd eat all of it. Depends on I mean, what it is. is. so bad. It's the sink food with a guy's hands.
1: Sink, mac and cheese? Yeah.
2: Me and, me and my cat stood in, over the sink and made hand mac and cheese. The cat helped? Oh, yeah, the cat was there. Because, you know, it's a house where cats live and stuff. I'll try it. I serve it in a baby's diaper because I think you're a moron. So here, eat this uh, sh- uh, right here.
0: No, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> it's not used. It's a new diaper.
2: <laughs> oh, well, in
0: that case. Yeah.
2: I've eaten out of the it's garbage served. before. It's no big deal. Give me that trash can full of food. <laughs> Give me the,
1: the diaper mac.
2: Yeah, yeah diaper mac. Jab, <laughs> yeah. stromboli mandoli. Here you go. It's served in a baby's diaper? Uh-huh. I'm telling you, it's sh- and you're eating it anyway. Lap it up, sucker. Oh, man, that guy. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? All uh, right, Wake Up Song, of
0: course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Big Memorial Day sale going on if you've ever even thought about getting on the bike. Action Ride Shop's a place to go right now. 10 to 40% off all in-stock bikes. Uh, they got you hooked up with all the Action Ride gear. 25% off that. Action Ride tailgate pads to get your bike out there. 25% off and tons of other deals. It's all going on. Action Ride Shop on Gilbert Road and Southern or just visit them online at ActionRideShop.com.
2: And. We're all over the place today with the. Uh, oh, there's a lot. Yeah. This guy just said, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Phoenix surrounded by inactive volcanoes? Yeah. Every mountain's an inactive something or other, right? They're like, there's always the Earth's crust is inactive. Yeah. But the active one is in flag. And then another guy says, well, all right, tell me what it would take for you to move. Smoke coming out of the mountain. That's it.
0: If it looked like Smoker's Corner in high yeah. school, I'm out. We've got. <laughs> yeah. If it looks like
2: Alan Gully just <laughs> lit the mountain on fire, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't think I need the mountain that's you know starting to fight back a little bit to warn me. It's warning you. They start to they start breathing fire like a dragon. I'm not getting. I'm not hanging around the dragon.
0: On the list: G. G. Allen, uh, "Bite at You Scum," uh, "Heretic Anthem" for Slipknot. Uh, Paul Gray died on this day. Oh, did he? Was yeah. that like ten years uh, ago? Man, maybe even longer than that. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Uh, Static X, Black Sabbath, Pantera. ACDC, Jailbreak for you and Brady. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Scatterbrain, don't call me dude for Target. <laughs> uh, Steel Panther, that's all but metal. Killer Queen from for Target, as well as My Balls Your Chin from Snot. Uh, ministry and Primus. Wow,
2: there is a lot of... John the Fisherman is on there. Yeah. Man. Man, this is a tough one. A all right, Brett, it's up to you. It's up to you, Brett. Well, you like the John the Fisherman? I love John the Fisherman. All right, we'll go with that. Little Primus, John the Fisherman. Never a bad idea to throw Primus in the mix. I got no beef with that. Uh, Don't forget, we're going to try to upgrade that man cave for you guys at 8 o'clock this morning. We'll give you a word that you can text in, 97936. Put it in your phones now, and then when we tell you at 8 o'clock to text the word, all you got to do is spell it right, and you're on your way to getting yourself all loaded up with the man cave upgrade. That is uh, our friends at Modelo and... Uh, Prestige Billiards helping us uh, with this thing, which is pretty awesome. So you get the the Man Cave upgrade, which I can't find in front of me. And a pool table, ping pong table. Uh, what else you got? Air hockey table, arcade game system, uh, Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue, which is really cool looking. Uh, I got pictures of that. Modelo giving you a mini fridge, $150 gift card so you can pack it full. And then a table and stools for your friends to sit and watch you play pool when uh, it's not their turn. And it's all because of Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. Uh, daily qualifiers are getting 50 bucks from Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits and two tickets to go see Rob Zombie. So in about uh, 40 minutes, we'll give you a chance to win that sucker. Beautiful. Go get him. Man Cave Upgrade. It's happening once again for Pride Month. Uh, and by the way, this year, the Man Cave Upgrade, the pool table felt as rainbow because why not? I don't want one of those exact things now. How many people wouldn't take it? <laughs> Because we had all of our stuff was gay. <laughs> Should that be the key word today, rainbow? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if we did, we had uh, Meathead over there just felt it with a rainbow top. I wonder how many. I'm not winning no twink pool table. <laughs> <laughs> just get it refilted. It's a good table. Uh-uh, it's the principle of it all. Just designed to make you guys mad for a second. You're fighting. They gave me this twink ping pong table. All the handles on the ping pong paddles are dicks. <laughs> Pink barbecue. <laughs> the barbecue just only does hot dogs. and <laughs> oh. it has to be tubular meats. It's rollers. How come all of this is uh, not flat? It's Everything's rounded roller stuff. Because the only thing it does is cylindrical items. My ping pong paddles feel funny in my hands. How come all the pool cues are giant? God damn it, Holbert! Give me a big gay man cave. (laughs) People would lose it. They'd lose their minds. Give me a straight man cave, god damn it. Green felt. Maybe black. But even then, that's sketchy. (laughs) We'd have people fight back. Would you take a free gay pool table? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you just get new felt for it. The the legs on it are hairy man legs and... Ooh, I mean, I ain't drinking that Bud Light while I'm playing yeah, I'm it, not, I'm it, dude, that, that's know, crazy I got, talk. I got morals. That's crazy talk, man. I'd sooner drink a cup of <laughs> <laughs> You know what I said. The, the beep didn't cover much. Yeah, I was talking about man juice. A little man goop in a thimble. You can give me that before you give me one of them uh, drinks that makes you gay. If you're that worried about something making you gay, you're probably pretty close to being gay. If I take a sip of this, will I turn gay? Hmm. I think you're already gay. If you have to worry <laughs> about that. I don't want to end up puffing on Peters again for baseball tickets like I used to in high school. Back when I wasn't gay, but I got fooled a lot. Hey, it's not weird. It is. pretty cool, actually. No membership. Here. I have heard enough of this.
0: Peter.